Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. How are you this oh. fine day? Oh, just fabtabulous. You are? <laughs> Tab fabulous. <laughs> what, what was that word we came up with at one point? Yeah, I'm great. Uh, I've got a lot of stuff going on and it is um, going amazing. So yeah, good. Oh, great. Well, it's going amazing around here too. You know, two of my kids got awards this week. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. You can tell that my kids are like fourth and fifth grade and then I'm on the way out and I give like zero fucks about what people think anymore because I'm not going to see most of them. Yeah. 
you know, because I was in the carpool lane and I, because I wanted to stay for the awards ceremony, I was in the carpool lane at a time I'm not normally not. Right. Right. So the moms that were there are like, what are you doing here? So we're all yelling out the windows mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I don't want to brag, but my kids are getting awards. <laughs> And they're like, did they make a mistake? <laughs> they did not say that to you. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Oh my gosh. Hand to God. And I'm like, you whore. <laughs> <laughs> and then I merged. <laughs> Gretchen just told me her kids can actually make themselves breakfast and lunch and like get themselves totally ready in the morning, which is so impressive. Impressive. I mean, I am like, I am just trying to get my kids out of bed, period. They can't. Well, hardly. Yeah, do that this themselves. is true. And I was really being brag obnoxious about it for a couple days in a row. But today, someone had a epic meltdown because mm. they didn't meet their reading goal or something. Oh, and yeah. There's something called Flashlight Friday, and yeah. I didn't know anything about it, of course, until yes. five minutes before we we're supposed to step out the door. Yeah, this sounds like Colton. He and so then the it's like, thing. oh, I guess you case are not completely self sufficient. <laughs> <laughs> not, you not need completely. to tap on your head and tell you it's okay. Talk to your teacher. That's yeah, fine. Try harder. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's a good lesson. Okay. So I have been moving. Some of you know, some of you don't know. And, you know, we got this stuff from Home Threads. And even though you said, what did you call my taste? Edgy bitch. Edgy bitch taste. I um, did that if you all listen to the ad because she called me a hippie <laughs> on the ad. If you don't want to listen to ads, by the way, you can. To Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime, or you can just do the bonus on Apple and then you get it ad free. You do have edgy bitch taste, by the way. I love your taste. If I was living in, you know, building a new house in Texas, I would be all about it. Yes. I just live in, you know, coastal suburbia. Yeah, I know. I, I, big old crystal chandeliers don't be working here. I know, but I got this crazy mirror from home threads. It was not expensive and it's like very edgy. It's Mm -hmm. like some super cool, sharp little corners. It's really cool. So anyways, that's what I've been doing lately and having heart palpitations for some odd reason. Well, you know what I did all day yesterday? Hmm. I sat at the damn car wash for two hours. Why? Because everyone thinks my husband is so great and he does have some redeeming qualities and all the ladies are like, he, that's so nice. He like gets up in the morning and like does stuff and you guys like go places because all their husbands are apparently total slack asses that like sleep in all week and cannot be bothered. Yeah, that's not surprising. I'm like, there, there comes a price with his like on top of it, active OCD. And that is, he makes me drive 10 damn miles to, I can only go to a certain car wash. Mm -hmm. No joke. And then sit there for two hours. And not only that, he will, he doesn't trust me to just take the car. He's like, no, I got to tell him how I want it done. So I will escort you and then leave, be on my way to work. Oh my God. (laughs) And you're going to sit here. Oh my God. He's really become something. Um, Should I sing the song at the car wash? As oh, long as you don't sing at the pawn shop. Like <laughs> <laughs> I got it right this time. I got it right this okay. time. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um should we talk about crime? Does that yes. sound like something we do on a sure. Monday morning? Sure. You guys, my hair is still looking good. We talked about my hair last week. Look at it. It's still looking good. 
Yeah, haven't even looks washed great. it. Haven't even washed it in a whole week. Yeah. I've um, been really stoked on my hair lately, uh, too. I um I put the baby powder in it the same day I blow dry it, and then it stays good like forever. no way. Yeah. So I've been using just our drops in my hair and I like mm-hmm. wash it in, you know, and mm-hmm. I feel like it like rejuvenates my scalp so it doesn't get it so does. oily, right? Yeah. So if you want those two, they're at fivecrimes.com and look for the um, scalp drops. They will make your hair grow. Everything's in stock, people. And everything's Let's in do stock. this. Yes. And if you want to see my hair, now I'm wearing a sweatshirt and... Um, do you love... I love how you like... I'm telling amazing YouTube. family stories, which people always say, I, you know what I love? I love the first fucking seven minutes. And Tabitha is like, <laughs> enough of that. Let's talk about crime. I mean, my hair. I just was looking at myself <laughs> on the camera. I was like, oh, my hair still looks good. I didn't even brush it from last night. It could also just, be the like hairstylist. Like, you know, uh-huh, they, when uh-huh, they do it, it's way better. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's get to crime and let's okay. get off of. I just like the people to know I keep it real. You know, they tell us and <laughs> they, they notate it in our reviews and on Spotify and on YouTube. So which I, I don't read you. any. Yeah. I get you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I am a self-centered asshole and stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it right now. I'm just, kidding. we're just I'm not. laughing at each other. Yeah. Sure. I'm not. I'm actually a uh, very, no, kind she's not. That's why I can make fun of you is because you're not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's get to crime. Gretchy. Okay. As you know, we are coming up on our five-year anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. What is it? The gift With of? Time. Handcuffs? Time. <laughs> I don't know. Ball and chain? I chain need a gift of time. Yes. Okay. Should we renew our vows? We should. ceremony at CrimeCon? I think we kind of need to, actually. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Because <laughs> we were... I was getting in... A, you guys, I've been so busy lately. And I know I've talked about this like on and off, but I'm chairing this event and it's happening on Sunday. We're recording Friday. You're going to hear See this how selfish Monday. you are. All this charity shit you do. Oh, God, I know. What a bitch. What a bitch. Um, people actually do say that that's bitchy that I say that, but I'm like, well, we just talk about our life and she's just, that is her life. I know. Trust sorry. me. Okay. So anyways, by Monday, when you guys listen to this, I am going to have such a weight lifted off of me. I'm going to be so happy, but, um, Okay, so five years and we are going back to CrimeCon. That is where we should renew our vows and you all should be oh, there with us. That's true. Yeah. And that's, you know, uh, if you want to go to CrimeCon, also use our code housewives and you get a discount and we get some sort of like, we don't get any money or anything, but we get credit. So they'll invite us back, you know? So, um, and we'd love to see you there. And it's in Nashville, which is so fun. Like our favorite city, you guys. Oh, We're going to be on fire. Oh, we are going to be so on fire. It's going to be so fun. Okay, I so- mean, we killed it in <laughs> New Orleans and Orlando. Yes. So can you imagine Nashville? Next level. Next level. Next level. Yeah. Okay. So I am taking us back to New Orleans. Uh, yes, because that's where it all began in 2019. I just want to tell you guys a little bit. I know I'm getting off track on the story, but Gretchen and I in 2019 had this crazy idea of starting a true crime podcast. And we recorded a couple episodes. We were very naive to all of it, right? Mm-hmm. Then we took our asses to New Orleans 
uh, where I learned how to pronounce the state or the city's name. Nolans. Nolans. And we made a ton of friends. We had so much fun. We learned a lot. And that is truly where Housewives of True Crime was born. True. Because we had a different name before that. And then we met a listener, Stacy, who is now our good friend. And she said, you guys, your name's not working for you. Let me tell you what I think and show you a real good time. And she did. So voila, we're here. Mm -hmm. And now you guessed it. I'm taking you back there for a case. But this time we're not going to pour our fancy champagne out for any spirits on spirits. Is that still up? You guys should go back and listen if you're on a rainy day. (laughs) Bored. The episode is called Spirit Love Spirits and it's one of the early ones. It is, I think, maybe our first or second or third episode. And if it's not on there, then it's on Patreon. Okay. It's a good one, you guys. It's it's a real, it's a, it was a real good time. <laughs> really hot, good time. Okay. But this case takes, I'm taking you to New Orleans. It's got a list, lot of twists and turns, but very different than that last case. It all started in 1979 when Kiana Barnes was born into this world. Kiana, she was brought up in a really well-to-do family. Unfortunately, I don't know a lot about her. I do know that she went to private school until she was around 15, somewhere around there. And then uh, she just personally said, I'm over this private school bullshit and I'm going to take my ass to public school. Her parents were, you know, like I said, they were well-to-do. They cared for her, but they did not care for the crowd that she was hanging out with. But for Kiana, the stable lifestyle really wasn't her jam. Unless she kind of got to make all the rules, she wasn't happy. So she's like a teenager? Teenager, right? A rebellious teenager. Okay. She liked the craziness of life, rebelling a little bit, choosing out who she wanted to hang out with, and I would say just the wilder side. That's the risk you take when you pay all that private school tuition. Keep them in a bubble. They're always going to think the grass is greener on the other side. Oh, God. It's kind of scary, right? Yeah. I know. Oh. Okay. So, well, I don't have to worry about that anymore, for that private school stuff. And when Kiana was just 18, she didn't have to worry about it either. She was like, I'm a bouncing. She went couch surfing to swinging on poles. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. New Orleans is very tempting. Looks very glamorous there. It really is. Yeah. One night after work, she met this fine young fella named Clinton Lewis. I believe they met at a convenience store, but it wasn't at work they met, but somewhere close to it. Like she stopped off and he stopped off. Clint was a police officer and he thought Kiana was a real disco biscuit. And she was, she was, I just have to say, I know I always say like, I don't give a shit what my kids do as long as they're happy. But if I had forked out private school tuition and they became (laughs) a um, person that takes off their clothes, you wouldn't be happy. I got to admit, I would not be happy about that. (laughs) Yeah. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. No shade if that's what you do. I know. I mean, everybody does it for different reasons. I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. You're just telling the truth. Which Mm -hmm. I appreciate. Okay. Well, Clinton also didn't really like Kiana swinging. Right. He's a police officer. You can't bring them to the ball. Police ball. I'm sure they got one. I'm sure they got one. Fire firemen have one. Police have one. But yeah, he saw, you know, what everybody saw in Kiana. She was confident. She was petite. She was very pretty. 
um, he said, you know, Kiana, please like come down from that pole and be domesticated. And Kiana said, sure, let's do this. So she took on the nurturing role. She started cooking and cleaning and tending to her man. The two married, but shortly after marriage, Clinton claims shit started to hit the fan. Laundry and dishes were kind of too basic for this wild one. And the two of them started to fight a lot. And when I say fight, I mean, these fights were loud and aggressive and often ending with the neighbors calling 911, which is not really a good look for a police officer. Uh, No. No. Clinton was getting tired of Kiana's outbursts. And the final straw was when Kiana actually got so mad, she grabbed Clinton's gun and pointed it at him. Oh, that's not a good choice. Not a good choice. But thankfully, he is a police officer and knows kind of what to do in these situations. So he grabbed her hand and she shot the gun six times in the struggle. Thankfully, she did not injure herself or Clinton, but that incident sent her a pack in okay. <clears throat> and not pack in heat. I mean, pack in her right. bags. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the life on the run, Kiana found herself couch surfing again, and this time onto the couch of another man in uniform, military Air Force Sergeant PJ Jennings. He went by PJ, but his real name was Perry, which is also my stepdad's name. So I just love that name. But shout out Perry. He's pretty awesome. He's pretty awesome. Um, PJ was a military man and single father. He had a baby, I think. When he was in high school, maybe shortly after, kind of around there with his high school sweetheart. But, you know, those things tend to not last. He saw Kiana as a lost soul and tried to help her get on her feet. PJ really wasn't interested in Kiana for anything more than a friendship and to lend a helping hand. According to his friends, that's just how PJ was, which reminds me kind of of my Uncle Marlon. Like, Mm. he's always there to help family, but he also, like picks up hitchhikers off the street, you know, like he, he'll help a guy. He'll like pick up a guy and just be like, here, you want, you, I need some help at my house today. And like, trust people. Yeah. That, that is a, it's, it's, I mean, it's working for Marlon. Well, it doesn't always, it just doesn't always work out. It doesn't always work out. (laughs) And yeah, it doesn't always work out, but I know that like, empathetic heart, you know, like, you're yeah, like, I can sure. help you. I would love to help you and let me help you. And that is kind of how PJ was. Kiana told PJ that she was married. Um, and she just had left her abusive husband. And that's, you know, I mean, that's why she made her way on the couch of PJ. But after a few weeks mooching off him, Kiana was on the road again. This time, she found herself on the couch of another man in uniform, this time a mechanic's uniform. Kiana's car broke down one night really late, and 41-year-old Jimmy Shepard was there to help her out. Now, Jimmy and Kiana's relationship started off very platonic, but not for long. Jimmy was much older than Kiana. I think he was in his 40s. Kiana, 22. And Jimmy's friends were like, whoa, Jimmy, how'd you score this hot little biscuit? And he kind of liked that. And um, according to his friends, what they've said is they kind of called her the trophy girlfriend, which 
really makes me kind of want to vomit. Oh, 100%. But I've seen it so many times. Uh, he probably, I mean, it's, she could have possibly been naive enough to him just being genuine. She took him as like a Marlin. Like, I just want to help you out or whatever. But let's face it. Generally, when you're a girl in your 20s and a guy is in their 40s and they want to take you in and help you out, they want to be banging. Okay. I mean, 99% of the time, there there's <laughs> nothing else on their mind. Okay. So, yes. Um, I also did speculate that the reason Kiana went from the couch to the bed was possibly for exchange. In she got real comfortable. She wanted to be in the bed, not on the couch anymore. So she knew she had to bang. I think so. And to get her car done. I mean, she doesn't have any money. So who's paying this guy to... I just think that people don't do things for nothing. You know? Right. And totally. I have not read that anywhere. That has not been mentioned. But I just think that me and you are very... Uh, we have a lot of common sense. And so... Mm-hmm. I don't think that I think that relationship was more like, hey, I'm going to do this for you and you're going to do this for me and we're going to have a good time. Sometimes those things are not said, but everybody kind of it's an unwritten agreement. I mean, it is right. Well, we're just the ones that say it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so according to Jimmy's friends, he was not like PJ, like Jimmy's like rough around the edges kind of guy. He lives in a trailer he fixes cars. He's like, he's like a, what do they, what did they say when I say rough around the edges, but he just, you know, he's, he's into helping people, but not like the kind hearted soul of PJ, different kind of kind hearted soul. Jimmy and Kiana's relationship or whatever you want to call what they were doing didn't last long. One morning when Jimmy was getting picked up for work from a friend The friend walked into Jimmy's trailer to find him dead. Jimmy had been stabbed upwards of 27 times. Jimmy's brothers told the cops when they came that the last person that Jimmy had been with was Kiana. They were at the bar the night before drinking and Kiana called Jimmy's cell phone and said she wanted to see him. So he left the bar to go hang out with her. Jimmy's brothers also said that Jimmy's van was missing. Well, it didn't take them very long to find the van. The van was parked just minutes away from a battered women's shelter where they also found Kiana. Kiana was arrested after she admitted to killing Jimmy, but she was like, it was in self-defense. He tried to rape me. But with those 27 stab wounds, they arrested her for second degree murder because I think that's kind of overkill. Yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, you're certainly entitled to stab someone if they're trying to rape you, but how many times? Five. I mean, 27 and it was 27 is a lot, girl. 27 is too many. It's like a rage attack. I don't know. It's something. Yeah. Yeah. In Louisiana, the district attorneys have 60 days to file cases, and somehow Kiana Barnes' case fell through the cracks, and after 60 days of her sitting in jail waiting, Kiana Barnes was just let out. 
That does not bode well for Louisiana that a 27 times stabbing is not on the top of the list. <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> well, it, New Orleans is like pretty rough, you know? So yeah. I'm thinking in in the back of my mind when I'm trying to wrap my head around why this isn't more in the up, upfront case is that maybe they think it's true. Maybe they think this, like, yeah. what is this 40 something year old dude doing with sure. this like beautiful girl? She he probably did do that. She killed him. We'll get to it. Kind of thing. Sleep, let sleeping dogs lie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. But I'm not sure. Yeah. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Listeners, have you checked out Rakuten yet? Because Rakuten is where it's at. It's my go-to way to save on top of sales. That's why Rakuten is the smartest way to shop and the most rewarding way to save because members earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores that I know I shop at online like Saks Fifth, Macy's, Best Buy. You know, we are already online shopping at our favorite stores, so why not be saving while doing it? How it works is the stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Rakuten has over 17 million members saving and Rakuten members have earned over 4.6 
billion in cash back, y'all. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rocketan.com or get the Rocketan app to start saving today and your cash back really adds up. Clink, clink. After 60 days, Kiana Barnes basically got a get out of jail free card. Well, not really free because they could re-arrest Kiana. They did put a warrant out for her arrest, but they weren't on like patrol all over God's green earth looking for her. And Kiana is hard to find because she doesn't stay put for very long. She actually kind of reminds me of like the poker face girl. She like stays put for like a minute and then she's like on the run. So at this point, Kiana started bouncing around from shelters to friends' houses and then right back to PJ Jennings' couch. It actually took a few months for her to get back to PJ, but once she got desperate enough, she made the call to PJ and he was happy to help her again. The one she got shooty with. No, PJ is the military guy. Oh, okay. The shooty guy was Clinton. That was her husband. She left him, went to PJ, then went to Jimmy. Now she's back at PJ's couch. Just keeping him straight. But remember, PJ and her never had a relationship. It was just purely platonic. Okay. So PJ says, sure, come sleep on my couch. He's got a girlfriend at this point. And... But he likes, he likes Kiana. She's fun and she's cute. You know, she's like, she seems harmless. Dude, if I was PJ's girlfriend, I'd be like, no way. You bring in some 22 year old stabby shooty chick to couch surf. (laughs) I know, right? Take a, go adopt a stray dog. Okay. Like, no, no, no. I'd love to know. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Well, also... (laughs) Um, PJ's dad kind of agreed with you too. PJ's dad was like, you know what? I think Kiana's filling you a little bit more than this platonic relationship because PJ was a real disco ball. He was so handsome. Okay. There's not a lot of pictures of him online, but there is this one of him in his military uniform. And he's got this, like, he's only in his twenties. And so he's got this like kind of still baby face with these like beautiful smile. And I'm like, okay, I see what Kiana saw in him. Um, according to all his friends, he was a really great guy, a true friend to everybody and perfect for any girl to fall in love with. Kiana spilled her guts to PJ's dad one day when they were like at a barbecue or something. And PJ's dad was like, "Eh, my spidey senses are up about this chick. So he did some sleuthing he finds out that she's wanted for second degree murder, which by the way, this is in 2003. So I'm pretty impressed that he found out like now you can find stuff out pretty easily. Yeah. But then the internet was nothing like it was now. Yeah. So he goes straight to PJ and he's like, dude, you got to watch yourself. Kiana wants to be in your bed, not on your couch. And two, this chick is a wanted criminal. PJ assured his dad. He said, I know, I know Kiana's past. She was, you know, it's all in self-defense. And PJ's dad kind of just said, okay, listen, like, I get it, but I want you to be careful. And I think you should kind of talk her into turning herself in, get her criminal orders in order. I I like daddy. Yes. But it didn't seem like that talk went very well because on March 27th, 2003, Kiana Barnes shot PJ to death with his own weapon, 
while he was sleeping. Ugh. Now, we do not know why Kiana killed PJ. Like, it could have been... I mean, it was cold and calculated because she did it while he was sleeping. It could have been because she he really didn't want to be with her. It could have been... I don't know. I don't know. But Kiana did what Kiana does best, and she ran, taking what she could of PJ's. This time, Kiana was headed straight for the border, leaving breadcrumbs along the way. She was using PJ's credit cards to buy everything from hair dye, bus tickets, even making wire transfers to her hideout in Mexico. So I'm not sure if she understood. Girl, like, yeah, <laughs> like, this is all traceable stuff. You're, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not smart. Not smart. It did take a minute for them to catch up with her. Um, but Kiana was captured outside of Mexico City on April 30th, 2003. And she was extradited back um, into the United States where she was charged with both murders. Although she was estranged from her family, as soon as they heard their little girl was in trouble, they hired the best defense attorneys. And these defense attorneys worked out a plea, a real good plea, a secret plea, which is interesting because usually they kind of sometimes involve the family, but this one was on the DL and it was a plea to manslaughter in both cases with a sentence of seven to 25 years, which would give her parole in just three and a half years. Mm-hmm. So somebody got paid off. That's what I would think. I would think that too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Allegedly You know what? Actually, actually, totally allegedly speculating. But actually, every time we say stuff like this, because I don't want to, I don't want to hurt the fine people of Louisiana's feelings. But it seems like every time I say like shit is corrupt AF there, they say, you're right. I know. <laughs> it so is. That's true. what they write us. They go, you don't have to apologize. That's true. I know. It's so true. So if it was like in another state, maybe I wouldn't jump to the conclusion somebody got paid. But I think shit kind of goes down there. I know. So true. Uh, Okay. So you can imagine the families were breaking P.O.'d. Of um, course. When they found out. Justifiably. But they weren't the only ones that thought this was totally bananas. The judge did also. And after he learned that the plea was made without any family involvement, the judge said, no deal. Okay. And he said, redeeming Louisiana judge. (laughs) No. (laughs) And he sentenced Kiana right there to 25 years, no parole. Okay. So Kiana went to prison. That's still good, girl. I know for two murders. Yeah. And you're young. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like 22. Yeah. So Kiana went to prison where she got in with the ladies, if you know what Mm -hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. But confinement really isn't Kiana's jam. Rules, right. authority, being on lockdown are actually all the things that Kiana hates. So after nine of those 25 years, Kiana figured out a way how to escape. Oh, okay. Not surprised. <laughs> Girlfriend actually escaped prison and uh, on New Year's Day in 2013. And this time a manhunt was on for Kiana Burns. Authorities thought for sure she was on her way back to Mexico, but that wasn't where she was headed. 
she headed straight west to my old stomping ground and your great state, Gretchen. California. The sunshine state of California. California. But sea breeze and sunshine was not where her feet would land. She found herself in the worst part of LA, right on Skid Row. Oh, shit, girl, that sucks. Like, why? So in March 2013, after a police officer was just doing his regular rounds down on Skid Row, Kiana was approached and she didn't have an ID. And I guess if you don't have an ID, they like take you in. And so that's when they put her in the back of a cop car. And she was like, I'm Kiana Barnes and I am the one that escaped from Louisiana prison. So... She was taken back to Louisiana, slapped with which a is a testament years. to the the loveliness of Skid Row. I mean, it is, is so shitty. <laughs> that girlfriend coughs up her name and says, "Like, take me back." <laughs> totally. I'm like, you could have gone like seven to ten miles and oh been God. on the, the beach. Orange County. Yeah, yeah, like totally. Santa Monica, but for sure. I mean, dude, you're like scraping for food in the trash can out there. Like, you yeah. at least get prison meal. So she was given a couple more years. And um, from that point on, it's all been kind of quiet on the Western Front. If my math is correct, she has about four to seven more years um, based on her additional sentence. I heard a couple places that she had, I think, maybe is up for parole in 20. But they said no parole. So that doesn't make sense. It's got to be like 2030, somewhere around there. She is still in prison. I did. I did find that out. Um, I also looked up PJ's daughter, and she has recently got married. Um, I think she was maybe nine, eight, nine, ten, somewhere around there when he passed away, and now she's married. She looks like she's killing it in life. She's super beautiful. And then Jimmy, I tried to find more information out about him, but. I could not find anything like his brothers did an interview for snapped and that's all I could find. I couldn't find an obituary. Um, I can speculate that the fa- his family didn't have a lot of money to like even probably write an obituary. You know, those things are really expensive, really expensive. Yeah. A couple grand. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, the well, story you know, what Barnes. I would be interested in is I would kind of think that PJ's family would have a case to sue some people in Louisiana for she shouldn't have been out in the first place. It's true. That's very true. They might have, actually. And they, they didn't. They should have. It's probably a statute's limitations at this point because it was 10, year, 10 years ago, but more than 10 years ago. But um, no, 20 years ago, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. 20 years ago. But yeah, I mean, she's still, when she gets out, she'll be in her 40s still, late 40s. Yeah. Listen, it's a big case for like prison prison reform, right? Why it is so important because I'm sure that there is more to Kiana's story. I mean, I'm sure she did not just go from <laughs> <laughs> like growing up the good life with the stable family, just kind of free spirited, wanted to ditch out on public or private school yeah. or whatever. Like, I'm sure there's some things in between, which yes. is not an excuse to get stabby, but <laughs> or shooty. just or shooty. But um, I'm sure there is more to that story. But why prison reform is so important is because. 
we need we need to treat these people before yeah. we put them back out on the streets again yeah. or it, it will just happen again um yeah it is 100% true mhm not that she doesn't deserve every day. And one last thing. I know we're, you know, really emphasizing this whole Skid Row thing. I mean, I just want to say, like, to believe it or not, there are social workers down there, like, trying to deal with the mayhem, like we called it. And those people are just damn saints, right? Sure. That's the only thing that is ever going to to make a difference is people actually on the ground helping those people. Whether it's drugs or, you know, mental health I issues know. or both or whatever. All of it. It is. Yeah. It's. It's a situation that is um, above my realm of yeah. knowing what to do, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sad situation. And I'm just saying, if I was on the run, I just wouldn't go there. Dude, I'd go to Santa Barbara. That seems like a great place to be. Oh my God, for sure. Santa Barbara. Santa, Santa Barbara, I think, is really kind to uh, you know. people without homes. And you can still get your That's drugs so there. We, we lived, obviously, you guys know this. If you've listened to us long enough, we lived in Ventura. And there is a group of homeless people that lived in Ventura um, in this one area. And it was just kind of well known, right? Mm-hmm. We all knew it. And I always thought to myself, this is the greatest place to live. If I was a homeless person, I would live in Ventura too. Like you're on the beach. They live like freaking on the beach. It's great. Great weather. weather It's great. It's always like the same temperature always. And when it's not the same temperature, it's like foggy. And, but it's like five degrees less. It's nothing. I think Santa Barbara is just a little bit better because you probably get more money like panhandling because there's so many more tourists up there. 100%. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, a coastal city... Seems dreamy to, yeah. to like pop I mean, up. Try to not be homeless. Let's all aspire. Uh, let's, yes. But if you find yourself in a jam, get to the coast. Get to the coast. Not in uh, downtown Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you're planning a trip to Los Angeles, don't plan a trip to downtown. There are plenty of other really cool places. My totally. girlfriend's going and she goes, okay, so where do I plan to? And should I stay here? And how long I'm going to stay in Hollywood the whole time. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> we are, we are going away from the Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Bounce around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of great things to do in, um, in California, but all right. Um, so you guys, if you have not checked out us on Thursdays, we do do a podcast. Gretchen does one extra case of a crime a month. And then the rest is kind of just like chatting about current events and getting deeper and darker in our secrets. So if you want that, go to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime, or you can also find that on the bonus, um, clink clink club subscription on Apple. We also have a line of products for your hair, skin, um, hair and skin, and they're amazing. If you want to be tanner because it's, you know, becoming more sunshine and you don't want to get sun damage, we have this great tanning drop that you drop right into your own moisturizer. Um, The hair serum is the bee's knees and um, we curated all of it 
ourselves with the products that we love the most. And so it took us a long time to do and a long time to get it all out to you guys. And so that's one way to support us and also have like the most amazing products at hand. Go to fivecrimes.com for that. And then if you haven't given us a review, we would absolutely just love you to do so. Um, Please do that. And then one more thing. We're doing listener spotlights every single week. We just oh, yeah, so did cool. one this week on um, Alexis Frost. She's amazing. She's a TikToker. She's super fun. She's also on Instagram. So if you're not a TikToker, you can find her there. And I would urge you to check her out. And then this week, we have another listener spotlight coming up of... Um, I can't remember her name, but you'll see it on Instagram. So, so, and I will shout her out next week too. But if you want to be a listener spotlighted, then please email us at housewivesatruecrime at gmail.com and title it a uh, listener spotlight. And we will look at what you got going on and hopefully you'll find yourself on our Instagram too. I think that's all for now. Gretchy Poo. Okay. All clink, right. Clink, clink, clink.